<laughs> look at me normally. This is how I always look at you. That's I think, how I smile. I think hat. Nobody ever taught me how to smile as a kid. I don't think you teach someone how to smile. <laughs> Somebody should have taught me. I think you're just like <laughs> Maybe you had to have been a happy kid. Oh, okay. I have, an, I have another funny thing we could talk about too. All right. We're rolling. We're live. Are? Things are happening. Bronte's moving candy around because she had to bring candy into the studio. <laughs> Don't <laughs> as, judge. As expected, she's a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. Extremely pregnant. If there was a pregnancy <laughs> competition, you're <laughs> you're at the peak. Yeah, I guess towards the end. <laughs> yeah, we're what, 38 weeks now almost? 37. 38 tomorrow, right? No, 37 tomorrow. Okay, 37 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I thought it was 38 tomorrow. No, 37 hmm. tomorrow. Maybe I'm just living in the future. I think I've been living in the future this whole pregnancy. It's just like week by week goes by and I'm just like ready for the next week and the next thing and it's just flown by. Just crazy. Yeah. I mean, how are you feeling? You're tell the people, thirty seven weeks pregnant pretty I've, much now at this point. Yes. I feel really tired recently. That's been rough, like dealing with just like extreme exhaustion. And I think that also has to do with not sleeping great now. Um, and just achy, like my body just hurts. It's bigger and carrying a seven pound baby. right? <laughs> yeah. So we could tell them that too. And, they gave yeah. us a rough estimate yesterday on the baby's weight mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, he's like 7.3 pounds. And I was like, okay, so he's pretty hefty, you Yeah, know, pretty hefty boy. But they said they could give her. No, they just, she said that it could did be... not make sense. I, I will claim that did not make sense. Okay, well, the gro- we did a growth <laughs> ultrasound, and they, like, measure some things, and it gives you an estimate of things. And I've really, the ultrasound woman was like, these are pretty accurate, and everyone else I've heard from are like, it's usually not that accurate. They're like, oh, you have a huge baby, and then it ends up coming out normal size. But the weird thing is what they said <clears throat> was it could be 7.3 pounds or, or it could be 6.3. I was yeah. like, oh, so it can only be less? Yeah. Not like a, you know, normally if you give somebody a range. Range, yeah, I know. It's in the middle, give or take a pound. <laughs> well, I like Not the, just take. I like the thought of, like, he could be less, not Yeah, but more. I like the thought of if your water broke <laughs> right now live. Mm-hmm. then I would know that he's at least 7.3 pounds. Yeah, but babies are born at 5 pounds and they're fine. Yeah, but like, the heavier... The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. The better. And I don't think it has to do with weight. It has to do with, like, their development. Like, at 37 weeks, 
I think is when their lungs are like fully developed. And that's why they say like 37 weeks is full term. Yeah, but I think you want like a little bit bigger. Because a lot of babies that come before 37 weeks when their lungs aren't developed, that's why they have to go to the NICU and they need help breathing and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I don't think like weight. I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand a little (laughs) bit. Don't wish a big baby upon me, please. Well, they did say, like, when they're measuring things, like, it shows a percentile. Mm-hmm. He had short legs. He had a large belly. He did have a big belly. And then belly. he had a big head. Like, he was in the 99th percentile of head. He did was he in, like, the legs? 60th percentile of legs. And then he was in, like, the 85th percentile of, like, torso and and body. So I was like, oh, so he just has, like, a lot of torso and head. <laughs> well, tiny legs. So I was like, where did he get the he head from me legs. and your legs? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like, I don't know if that's accurate. Like, I mean, that was seemed more accurate than the weight because they actually measured the head. Like, they actually, like. Yeah, but she was that. kind of having a hard time getting, like, the perfect angle and stuff. But with all those combined, he was in the 81st percentile, like, yeah. overall. So, and I looked it up, and I think it said between, like, it was kind of a big range. Hold on, let me look it up, because it said something, like, between 81%. So, he's already pretty thick, because he's in the 80th percentile. Yeah. At 36 and a half weeks, 37 weeks. So, he's doing pretty well for himself, you know? He's a chunker. Yeah, like healthy children come in all shapes and sizes. A baby who is in the fifth percentile can be just as healthy as a baby who is in the 95th percentile. Yeah, I'm just saying that I would feel more comfortable holding a baby that's a little thicker. Yeah. You know, little yeah. ba- little tiny babies scare me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freaks me out. I mean, he's going to be small when he comes out. Like you think like seven pounds or I think he's going to be like around eight pounds. That's... That's, like, my guess. Yeah, eight, eight, eight and a half is a good yeah. weight to come out at. Yeah, something around there. With I a th- noggin that he can't even hold up up until he's 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we're going to have to do extra tummy time for him to be extra strong. For yeah, big well, head. that was always my worry with um, No, I I hate this talk about, like, a big head. It oh, honestly no. really bothers me. Yeah, like, it's really, like... Everyone makes jokes about it, but I'm like, okay, yeah, you all can joke about it. I know. I'm like, you all can joke about it, but like, I'm the one that has to deal with it. So, like, can we not? That's why it's fun to joke about because none of us have to deal with it. Yeah, that's not nice. It's a joke at somebody else's, somebody else's (laughs) vagina's expense. (laughs) Literally, like, a bunch of men have no concept of what's happening. I know. And we don't need to. Yeah, but, like, you do need to, and you have to have respect for women. Eh, it's debatable. <laughs> Depends on what region like, of the world you know, you're from. Remember in the beginning, like, when we started telling people, like, I was so nervous, and everyone was, like, so excited and was, like, wanting to, like, celebrate and get things. And I didn't want, like, anyone getting things in the beginning until first, like, we got past, like, the 12, 14 weeks, which was, like... We knew he was okay, but also just because I was the one dealing with all these symptoms of feeling sick and, like, all this stuff where I couldn't get excited, really. And I kind of feel like that again now. Like, the middle part, I was, like, so excited and, like, you know, nursery and doing everything. But now I feel like I'm in that stage again where everyone is, like, 
oh my god, it's so soon, so excited, like, can't wait to meet him. And of course, like, I can't wait to meet him, but I'm the one that has to deal with, like, the labor, the contractions, the birthing a baby. So it's like, I'm feeling that again, actually. Well, some people also like to fear monger, which, like, I I don't understand this. Like, people will just send you DMs of, like, it was so bad. I and know. it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, like <laughs> I don't even ask and people are, like, telling that me. That information's available. You can see horror yeah. stories if you want to. Well, it's different if I ask, if I'm like, hey, can you give me your real experience because I want to know. But, like, I've been, I've said before, like, I don't want any horror stories sent to me, please, because... I think that's reasonable for any person, like, going through this for the first time. Like, yeah. And there has been people that just send me their horror stories out of me not even asking. I'm like, what the heck? And horror stories don't really benefit you. It's not like it's, no, like... No, not at all. Like, if I compare it to my car. Like, I have mm-hmm. a problem, and somebody mm-hmm. sends me their story on how to fix it. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah, it's it the same at all. Yeah. No. You're not, like, trying to help you forward in this deal. Yeah. You're just, like, giving, like worst case scenarios yeah right which we don't need to know because there's going to be a doctor there yeah and And nurses i'm already i don't need to know yeah all the possibilities of you know a curveball that might show up yeah and i'm already like aware of a lot of those curveballs and they're in the back of my mind but like i'm just trying to stay positive and like manifest good things happening so sorry if you're watching i took my hat off and you have to see my hair I know it looks beautiful. It doesn't look that bad. Let me see the side. It's not bad that side. It's honestly worse this side, so it's good the camera's facing that way. Yeah, this is my better side. That's why I always sit over here. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's Mm. why I've picked this side as my seat. And everybody Mm -hmm. else sits over there. Yeah. Nice, good distance away. Nice, good 40 inches away-ish. Yeah. But... We're flying by any day now. I mean, the doctor the other day, I was like, he like we're pretty good now, right? Like he's looking good, and whenever he comes, she's like, "Yep, yeah." Start keeping an eye out for the signs and go from there. So well, people are also ten- wish us luck. <laughs> yeah, well, people are also sending me horror stories. They're like about catching the baby because you know I'm going to be a big part in this. I want everyone in the hot in the delivery room to know that I'm a big important part of this birth. <laughs> I need attention. All about you. I need yeah, attention. We'll just make it all about you. <laughs> you are the main character in this. Yes. Okay. Please. Got I, it. If I have to faint to get attention, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll okay. I, I feel like there is definitely husbands out there that like that get like attention like jitters where they need like some attention on them because there's okay. a lot of people like that that yeah. like can't. Not be the center of attention. Yeah, for sure. And can't handle, like, yeah. I mean, siblings get like that sometimes with yeah. birds. Like, one sibling's pre- pregnant and everybody's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then they're like, I hate that person. Yeah. I never liked her. Yeah. Your sister? <laughs> never liked her. Yeah. <laughs> so some people do get very um, very trigger, shy, trigger happy on attention, which mm-hmm. is actually kind of fun to watch. Yeah. I think even, like, in-laws get like that, too. Because they're like, that's my grandchild. Mm. Don't touch him. Fighting over the grandkids. Oh, yeah. Like, in the li- like, a lot try to get into the delivery room and yeah. like try to be like hands on in the operation. Yeah, we're we're not having anyone in the delivery room. It'll just be just me, me and Bronte. Just us two. And yeah. Maybe a doctor. I feel like 
I don't know. I feel like you put up a little bit of like a tough front and I'm really curious. I'll, well, I'll report back like if shit hits the fan, if Goop, if Goop like is really yeah, we'll like, talk about oh it my for God. sure what yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. Place your bets. What will happen? Will I cave under pressure? Yeah. Will I rise to the occasion and catch my child? Yeah. Will I look at a spaghetti and meatball looking baby coming out of there? Because he's probably going to look like yeah. a meatball, yeah. you know, fresh out of the sauce. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will I look at that and. I mean, like, because I've heard of a lot of dad. I feel like even some of your guy friends like that we know who have kids, they're like, it is intense. Like. You don't really realize, like, it can be intense. Yeah, but those guys are wimps. <laughs> you're I'm not going to trust those guy friends of mine. You're annoying. <laughs> who, who are you going to point out, you know? if Somebody that wears Lululemon? You're going to tell me that? <laughs> oh, that I get brought too pissed. I know. Because I say... I won't even say it about Lululemon. I'll leave it alone. You men can keep buying your your short You're short. You're such a hater. Shorts. That's why it's so annoying. Like I would love to get you a nice pair of Lululemon shorts for you to wear. They look so nice, and you're Yuck. just like. I like you're just a hater. It's annoying. So shut up. I know. I don't know where this comes from. <laughs> when I was growing up, my dad. You're like, your brother wears Lululemon, and he looks great in his stuff. Not a great example. What? <laughs> Why? That's pretty emotional. <laughs> so growing up, my dad had this firm rule. You did not own a pair of sweatpants. You did not wear a pair I'm of sweatpants. I'm not asking you to get I'm sweatpants. I'm just pointing out that it feels the same energy. feels like the same energy. No, it's not. You wake up, and you put not. on... Something presentable. You know, your church outfit. <laughs> That's how I always feel. That's why no. I look the same every time. Anytime anybody's ever seen me in public, if you've seen me a lot in public, you'll know I probably have the same thing on. Yeah. Probably the exact same outfit for the continuity. Yeah, but you also, you act like, like oh, guys that wear Lululemon or whatever. When meanwhile, you, I'm calling you out, you are the most annoying 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 picky person when it comes to wearing anything else but khaki shorts and a black t-shirt literally like we're trying on shirts for our baby shower i pick out two nice ones that he has he's like i don't like that i don't like that one with the collar and the buttons (laughs) i didn't like it like you're like a little (laughs) prima donna when it comes to anything else literally that's so annoying every time we have to go and he has to wear something nice it's like I don't like that. I'm not comfortable yeah, in that. And then we literally go out and buy you new things, and then it sits in the closet. And then I don't like it. And then when it comes around to wear it, you're like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like it. I only like, <laughs> you know, Gildan 50-50 t-shirts, black, okay. green, maybe blue. But there's times in your life where you have to wear something other than a black shirt. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yes. There's been plenty. Weddings, our baby shower, anniversary. I didn't have to at our wedding shower or an anniversary. <laughs> and I don't want to go to any weddings. Our anniversary does not require. See what I deal with? This is what I deal with. <laughs> our anniversary does not require a oh collared t shirt. If we were going out to like a nice dinner, a nice restaurant, 
What <laughs> what restaurant? I've never been to a restaurant with a dress code. Yeah, not a dress code, but like if if I was like, oh, I want us to dress up. Like I'm gonna wear something nice, and you wear something nice. I don't want you wearing khakis and a black t-shirt. I would meet the president in this outfit. <laughs> 100%. No questions okay. asked. He'll take you seriously. I'd show him my, show him my cankles and all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you got you to gotta show him when you have shorts on. You, I don't you're know. a little drama queen. I don't want to look like I'm going golfing at, at any point in my life. At any, if, if anybody ever looks at me and says, oh, did you just... You know, go golfing. Yeah, that's a Cooper. That's like shorts with a belt with a tucked in collared shorts. Like the way I don't dress you like that. Like you would just wear a collared short sleeve shirt with some buttons going all the way down or or a quarter down. Like it's the tucked in, the sneakers, the high socks. That looks like golfing. That actually doesn't even I don't even understand that. Why do golfers have to look so stupid? Like they don't. Why do they have to wear like? Why do they have to dress like that? Like, it, is it something special? Like, I don't know. The it, only thing I it could doesn't think make anything. <laughs> yeah, better. No, like, it's kind of like a uniform though. Like, all sports have like a uniform. It's like, why do football players have to wear a jersey? Well, like they just wear padding, and then the jerseys that cover the padding. But like, yeah. you don't have to look like. I don't know. You don't have to look like a frat boy in 1996 to be a golfer, I feel like. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is, like, they tuck in the shirt to, like, when they're swinging. You know, it doesn't, like, come up or anything. That's the only thing I could think of. With I don't even think hockey outfit. players tuck in their shirts. Yeah, no. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, I don't I know I think um, Shane Gillis has a, has a joke about this. Um, like, he makes fun of WNBA players for, like, or it's volleyball, like, making fun of, like, the volleyball outfits. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're not moving faster than, like, a ref in his khaki pants and loafers. Like, like the refs are still moving faster in, like, their... That's not true. <laughs> what, so he's saying, like, a volleyball player could wear, like, khaki? Could wear, like, anything. Like, they yeah, make it no. seem like they have to wear, like, booty shorts. Like, yeah, you're I mean, just being dramatic. Like, a ref is moving just as fast okay, in, like... The, the, like, spandex short shorts, it is, like, dramatic. Like, you could wear normal shorts and still play. But you can't be wearing what a ref is wearing and play volleyball. I mean, have you ever seen the refs on the basketball field? They run on the, on the court. <laughs> they are back and forth. They are moving. And, like, look at what, like, yeah, LeBron James wears. Like, He's just not, wearing, like, like shorts. Doing, they're not, like, doing moves and, like, eh, brawling and good. stuff. They move faster than <laughs> anybody in the WNBA. <laughs> they outpace the whole That's team in khakis and loafers. That's not true. <laughs> Running backwards with the whistle. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Yeah, like they're, they're not like sprinting as much as like a regular basketball player is, though. Like they are like. I do like, I, I like football coach energy. Overweight jacket, mm, like mm-hmm. covering your mouth so nobody reads your lips. Like, yeah, yeah. I, a bad haircut. <laughs> like, that's my type of energy okay. <laughs> if I was going to go with anything. That would be your but, outfit. Like, you see the soccer coaches and they're wearing like suits and like three piece yeah. suits. Yeah. The basketball pl- basketball coaches do that too. Dramatic. <laughs> they just like to feel like they're yeah, in like control. Yeah. Like, why is that? That's more weird to me. Like, wearing a suit. Why do you have to wear a suit? It doesn't make any sense. Why do I wonder if they have to? I don't know. Most uniforms are pretty stupid. Most don't make sense for what they need to do. Like even like baseball, worst uniform ever. Like I used like you have to wear these long socks, pants all the way down to your ankles, <laughs> like shirts all the way up to your all the way up to your wrist, an undershirt, a full <laughs> button down, a a stretchy belt. Like it's like a like, what are you getting ready for? <laughs> I don't know. I hate baseball uniforms. <laughs> yeah, baseball is probably, like, the worst sport. It's yeah. so boring. I bet you they'd have more viewers if they changed their uniform. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, drag God. racers, we wear the minimum required. Honestly, like, dra- like, drag racers or, like, Formula One, like, those, like, the suits and stuff that you guys wear, like, that's hot. Like, that's, that's It's a good, hot in there. Uh, not in that way. Like, that's, like, a sexy uniform. It's pretty cool. It's I love cool. seeing you in your race suit. I love your... <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, I don't, uh, though, like, the Formula One or, like, F1 drivers or, like, I mean, uh, Formula Drift drivers that mm-hmm. wear their suit all day. Uh, yeah. Like, all day. You put it on. You make one... Pa- like, not the helmet, though. Like, But <laughs> some will just... TX2K. <laughs> Wearing the helmet. He got out of his car. Body. He got out of his car, helmet on, visor down, went into the porter potty, got back in his car and strapped it. I was like, you could <laughs> gloves and everything, I think. <laughs> he didn't take anything off. I can't even get out that of my car so... with my helmet on. <laughs> yeah. This guy's yeah. in the porter potty with his. <laughs> Nobody would mistake him as a driver. He was a driver. Got back in his GTR, oiled the track down. <laughs> That was so funny. It was just like, it's so much. But like a lot of drag racers are starting to adopt that where they're like in the uniform all day in their racing suit. And I get it if you're like, you know, going rounds. Mm -hmm. But like for the most part, we have a lot of downtime in drag racing. Yeah. Like you can take that off. (laughs) Like I don't know who you're trying to fool here. (laughs) We all just had six hours in between passes. Yeah, yeah. Did you just not have to work on your shit? Because mm-hmm. I had to work on my car. <laughs> yeah, so I took off my suit. I take off my suit as Ugh. soon as I can. Yeah, literally the first thing you do. <laughs> I, I often wondered if, like, some of these F1 drivers have, like, a like a press suit, they would call it, I guess. Like, where you wear your race suit that's fire retardant and all this, like, mm-hmm. thick t- 10 layer. And then when it's time for like press and interviews, you wear your. Why are they? Are they still in like a race suit? Yeah, they never take those things off. Oh. And it's like a, it's like form fitted. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you probably have to lube them up to get them in there. 
Like it, yeah. does, it does not just like those are tight. That would make sense if they had like a different suit to wear like after like a yeah. comfortable one. That's not like racing. Maybe that's why they don't take them off as frequently as I do. Yeah, because theirs are like comfortable and not tight like, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. we also I think wear thicker suits in most drag racing than like a lot of NASCAR and Formula One. Oh, really? And you know those baller suits are like three or four grand custom mm-hmm. fitted, but they measure like around your arm they measure around mm-hmm. here they measure this length they mm-hmm. measure this length like mm-hmm. you have to measure your crotch like yeah, you have yeah. to measure everything yeah. to fit perfectly if you gain one pound you're done <laughs> you're not fitting in <laughs> yeah that. i prefer to get a suit that maybe is oversized and fit it and like work into it you know like mm. gain some weight mm-hmm. it's more Fill cost it efficient. Out a little bit <laughs> more cost efficient to do it that way <laughs> gain weight or lose weight yeah depending on what you got to do yeah but you're always trying to lose weight cut weight for racing yeah, I mean, before a race, I'll like, I'll fast for like a week. <laughs> I'll show up looking like I just crawled out of a hole. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, um, I did want to talk about the podcast though, because if you guys are avid listeners and listen to all the episodes, you will know that some of the episodes end up becoming banked. That mm. is not something I like to do. Yeah, I would like to post them as soon as possible, but. You know, some weeks I end up filming 10 in one week. Yeah, Or like five in one week. Really busy right now. So it just doesn't make sense to post every day mm-hmm. because the channel's not quite big enough. Mm-hmm. If the channel was huge and I was just constant flow of people, yeah. which long term goal, mm-hmm. then I'll post more. But until then, I kind of have to bank episodes a little yeah. bit. So don't think I'm like, greed holding out on like videos and stuff it's just kind of how it has to be well also with baby on the way it's like kind of nice if he has a few episodes banked so like the first week or two he doesn't have to worry about anything and can still post like yeah i don't want to ever miss a monday yeah and i haven't missed a monday in almost a year we're Mm -hmm. right at one year right at one year on the fifth i posted the intro video for the podcast and Mm -hmm. on the ninth i posted the first episode with sketchy vert yeah I feel like I should do another one with him at one year. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> he hasn't been on in a while. Yeah. <laughs> a year. Yeah. That's crazy. It's been a year already. I can't believe it. One year. I didn't even have a studio last That's year. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. This whole off. room didn't even exist. And remember when when you had like your chair and like the little mics with the things like mm-hmm. I thought that was so cool. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like so official. So official like holding a little mic like it just felt so cool. And now you have now like, I have a this. shelf and a That's table right. and oh. these mics and headphones like it's i don't know legit. if you call this a table it's, yeah, it's, it's a just table. a piece of wood on a couple of sawhorses floating. <laughs> floating piece <laughs> yeah. of wood. bunch of chairs yeah, but, no, but i'm so proud of you you've been working really hard on this and have been you. doing really really good and like the growth that you've had with the podcast but also with yourself like being a better like podcaster and talker interviewer whatever you want to call yourself yeah. you've been really, conversationalist yeah it's You've hard. It's I've learned a ton throughout this process, and I thank you for that. And we're on episode 14 of this. This mm-hmm. is a whole other thing. We're on episode, like, 61 of the podcast, yeah. the Cooper Bogetti podcast, mm-hmm. and then 14 of this, which is just crazy to think. And mm-hmm. then there's two now uh, event pregames. So yep. there's three different shows on this channel. Yeah. And that's kind of cool, too. And that's what you want. You wanted. Like, I want different shows. Yeah, I want, yeah. like, you to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like, I don't want somebody to tune into this thinking we're going to be talking about 
drag racing. Yeah. Like, you, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. In a way. Is, this is our just, like, life podcast, kind of. We yeah, this is our random things. Just hang out and talk about the podcast, too, is nice. Because, like, yeah. I'm never going to talk about that with, like, a guest. A guest, really, yeah, for unless sure. like, Spencer. Yeah. Because I just like to waste his time. Yeah. <laughs> Any goals you have for this next year? Well, I really, I really want you to hit 50k subs before the end of the year. Yes, you're getting there, so close. I think there's a good chance that happens on Monday, when um, Brent and Kyle's video comes out. Mm, that'll mm, be a good video. Yeah, yeah. So I think that'll help a lot. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, we're only like 700 away or something. So close. I know. It's so close to 50K in the first year. That's a really cool That's milestone. That's really cool. And then 50K in the next year would be great, too. Mm -hmm. Double what we're at mm -hmm. would be nice. So 100K, get a play button in two years. Yeah. That would be really cool. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'll ramp up quicker. I don't know. I just hope for the same level of growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kind of keep doing what I'm doing. I, I, you know, I want the baseline of views on the videos to go up mm -hmm. as people start to trust the content a little bit more because mm -hmm. it's hard to get people to click and watch a long video. Yeah. Well, that to go up. The Clips channel is obviously doing well as well. If mm -hmm. you guys haven't seen that, I post shorter form on the Clips channel so you can just see the main From segments. From podcast, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, interesting segments if people want to share with their friend or something, they don't have to, like, mm -hmm. dig through the whole thing. Yeah. Keep that rolling and then just kind of keep this growing. Do more like, the event pregame that we just did was really cool, mm -hmm. like a roundtable discussion, yeah. if you want to call it, I guess, mm -hmm. and talk about drag racing and, like, maybe bring in some rule makers and, like, people who have drag strips and classes and talk about racing like that. Try to do more of that stuff. Definitely more event pregames. Those are really fun. Yeah, those are cool. Regardless of how anybody may feel about them, I have fun with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen anything negative, but... <laughs> I know. I was even thinking that. Like, I feel like every time you've posted, even like when I look at some of the comments on the videos or like on your Facebook, like they're mostly so positive, which is really cool. And like people just being like, love what you're doing, Coop. Like, you're really mm -hmm. good at this. And like, these are awesome. Like, it's just something different. And it's really cool. It's definitely a unique segment in the auto space as well. So mm -hmm. I don't like I'm not paving a new path, mm -hmm. but. I am doing something that most people don't see in the drag racing yeah. world. So that's a little different. People mm -hmm. aren't used to it or like it's prepared just like a for it. Like a lot of a lot of the people who like you see on social media and stuff that you have on the platforms, like they're content creators or they don't show that much of themselves. But this mm -hmm. is somewhere some place where you can really like get to know someone like a lot more on like a different level and learn about them and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, exactly. So I get to like <clears> have people on in different form of course like but deep conversation yeah but it's just different because you know most of the drag racing world is used to 10 minute youtube videos at this mm -hmm. point everybody with a drag car posts a 10 minute youtube video or 20 minutes of them go to the dragster racing their car yeah everyone does that everyone's used to it this mm -hmm. is so different there's like maybe three people that sit down in person with drag racers yeah. and talk to them like this mm -hmm. it's that small of a mm -hmm. of a group of people so mm -hmm. it's cool it's cool that that gets to be a thing hopefully um <clears throat> maybe some more opportunities will pop up next year but i guess the goals are to not sell my sell out at any point you know i'm huge on that <laughs> never want to sell out like, just like to advertisers i don't like or to like oh yeah it would be I cool to get some some 
advertisers on the podcast, though. Of course, it'd be great, but I'm, I'm very more. picky, and I I avoid a lot of advertising because I'm stubborn, mm-hmm. hard-headed, mm-hmm. and I like to... That's honest. I like At to least keep you're this. being honest. Oh, of course. I'm honest as can be with that stuff. I am stubborn with, with all sponsors, and I think, it's, I think it's better to keep it that way. If I just keep focusing on growth, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about sponsor stuff. This doesn't cost me a huge amount to do, mm-hmm. so like where the YouTubers need these sponsors so badly mm-hmm. to keep going. Yeah, but you've also been on that side of like on your main channel, like the sponsorships you've had have been helpful to keep the car of going. You and know? I need them. Like yeah. I, they're they're great and I understand why YouTubers like need all these sponsors because it's so expensive to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I can avoid it, I always will. Mm-hmm. If I can just yeah, of course, in a perfect world, like if you didn't have to have any advertisers and you could just advertise your own businesses and your own merch yeah. and stuff, like of course that would be great. Hit that like, join tab. <laughs> There's a spot where you can join on YouTube and it's like $1.99 a month and I will use it to buy coffee. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> There's a few on there. so <laughs> Oh, I'm having a Braxton heck. Oh, man. Stomach looks weird right now. Yeah, Bronte's stomach has been contorting in all kinds of different ways. He's in there kicking that loud pedal, kicking yeah, it. It looks like a, it's like triangled up. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I have two things that I wanted to talk about. First, I had a viral video. Yeah, let's go, talk about it. Go very viral of me having a mo. I I like sharing real moments on my I thought Instagram. You were acting. No, shut up. <laughs> no, like I am I'm very open on my social media about like my struggles and and I like sharing those things because I I help other people. Like I get messages all the time like this really helped me and feel less alone and I feel less alone. It's just a way to like connect with people and stuff. Like sharing like social media just sharing all the good parts. It's just not realistic. Like it's just not. So I I share it all. And I had a moment last, uh, like, two weeks ago or something where I just, I just was crying and I didn't know why at first. And then I was just like, I feel useless. Like, I've just been so tired and I feel like I can't do anything without Cooper right now and I feel bad. And we were standing outside in our backyard and we have, like, a camera back there. So it, like, caught the footage and Cooper was just being so supportive and, like, saying the exact things I needed to hear. I knew and it was on camera. <laughs> like he's just, like, Cooper didn't always know, like, the right things to say. Like, that has definitely taken you, like. I still some, don't. No, but you've gotten. You I've are, gotten better. You are a million times better. But I still don't usually no, know the right thing like to say. Sometimes d- I don't say anything. Yeah, but a lot of the time when, when I'm going through something, like, you know what to say now. Like, and you know how to make me feel better and to help me through it Mm -hmm. like you have really learned that and he was just saying like the nicest things it's it's on my tiktok and on my instagram if you want to see it but it literally went so viral it has five million views now on tiktok and almost a million on my instagram reels i think even barstool posted it on their tiktok Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's got quite a few million of views yeah <laughs> across which is like things. kind of random like i didn't think it would like i thought it would maybe get a little bit of traction of it being like oh it's 
that's a cute little moment. Like, what a good husband. Wow. But it has gone very viral. So that was pretty yeah, funny. Of course. I get millions of views on something. <laughs> and guess what it is? <laughs> Me sounding like a dork. <laughs> You sounding like a great husband. (laughs) Man. No. I would have beaten me up if I heard me sound like that. Every comment was like, we need to clone this man. Yeah, a bunch of 40 year old single women. (laughs) (laughs) Husband of the year. Like, we need to protect this man at all costs. Like, so many positive comments about you. So you should be proud of yourself because you've been amazing. I know I tell you that all the time, but you really have been. I always appreciate, you know, getting my ego stroked a little bit. Yeah. So it's good. Okay, good. Yeah. I'll always do that for you. Great. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, do you, do you have a second thing? Oh, my other my other thing that I had written down was completely different subject. The other day we were leaving Chick-fil-A and there was this Mustang. <laughs> Yeah, I actually talked to Lund about this, too. On the street, and oh, my God. I I don't know. How do you describe that? It was a... I would describe it as a black with excessively tinted windows and a younger gentleman driving it. Mm -hmm. It had what I can only deduce to either no mufflers or a Corsa Extreme, which is arguably worse, exhaust on it. It was a stick shift S550. And if you guys know where I'm going with this, you probably already have deduced that it sounded horrendous. So Like, absolutely disgusting. And then, like, we're going under bridges, and he's, like, like, this... One overpass. Yeah, like... It was an... (laughs) We went under the underpass. Like, he was just driving so obnoxious as well, which just made it even Never went over 30 miles an hour. Yeah. But just, like, on the gas... For no reason. I have never hoped anybody put their car into a ditch. But when I saw him and I saw the ditch, okay. I was like, it'd be kind of cool. I was like, I don't know if I'd go help him. It'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I'd probably just honk the horn. It just like, I was like, oh my God, if if this was my son driving like this, I would, I would be disappointed. Yeah, it's definitely, it's sad, you know, what the world's come to. <laughs> sounded so bad and it was so loud and so obnoxious (laughs) like it's just like it sounds like somebody's like choking a freaking duck or like somebody's trying to drown to say something else or somebody's trying to like drown a frog (laughs) it was terrible it was so bad and listen i'll be honest i've had cars that probably sound horrible (laughs) we were laughing at the cd i had you know, my my CTSV when I had it, I had – it was straight piped at one point or pretty much like no mufflers. It just had like boom tubes. It just had like straight through style mufflers. And I know for a fact it did not sound that bad. Granted, it was yeah, a sock was cam loud. LS6, but it was an LS at least. So it had like an LS cam in it. It wasn't like a truck motor cam. Those sound bad. If you have a truck and you straight pipe it, it sounds bad. My car, long tube headers, you know, X-pipe, full exhaust – it sounded good. It was loud, though. Like, it was... <laughs> oh, it was loud. And I used to do this thing where I would, like, you know, accelerate in first gear and then decelerate in first gear and let it just, like... I was I was pretty I heinous. I hate 
driving with you in the CZSV in Tampa because you just started driving stick shift. <laughs> and it was so, like, you, there were so many times you would stall. I wouldn't stall that much. <laughs> yes, you would. I don't think I would stall that. <laughs> it must have been when I first got yeah, it. Like- because, like, once I had it for, like, a month, I was I feel pretty like good. I if you had to, like, back up or, like, we were on a hill. Like, well, that was just, never fun, yeah. Yeah, like, it would just give me so much Anytime anxiety. that you're on, like, an incline. And anytime I would drive that car, like, you know, it was stick shift. So, like, I'd be, like, pulling out of somewhere. And, like, there was one spot in particular where it had, like, an incline down. And, like, pulling, trying to pull out from a stop. And, like, cars would always creep up behind me and give me almost no space <laughs> in case I had to roll back a little. Yeah, but they didn't know you were sick. You should give people space, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially on a hill. Mm-hmm. When they're like on an incline, give them a little space. You don't and it was a Chipotle o- parking lot. What? When you would turn in by where the apartments were and you'd turn into the Chipotle on, on South Howard in Tampa. Is yeah, what, what about doing? it though? No, not there, no. Oh, I thought that's the little No, hill that you wasn't were the spot. Oh. It was worse than that. It was more aggressive hill. And like new cars, they have like an anti rollback feature. Mm-hmm. Oh, new stick shift cars yeah. have that now? I'm pretty sure new new stick shift cars have anti rollback. That's smart. I mean, you don't really need it if you know how to drive. Yeah. Once I started using the e brake on like aggressive hills to mm-hmm. to work the clutch and get out. <laughs> <laughs> It was frustrating. <laughs> People were stupid, and I was new at stick shift, obviously. I only had that car. Using the e-brake. Yeah, the e-brake. <laughs> you would use the e-brake and, like, let the e-brake down as you let the clutch out to move. <laughs> it worked good. It worked good. I just remember, like, it's, I hated driving when you first started driving that car. It would just give me so much anxiety. Actually, that was even worse about that car, though, because it had a foot e-brake, I think. I don't think it has, like, a hand e-brake. So, like, you couldn't really do it that efficiently. you already have two feet. Like, you don't yeah, have three feet. I don't have a third leg. <laughs> Be nice, but, yeah. I know. It's a pain in the ass. But I did used to do that. But I'll still I'll stand by this. Mustangs sound worse. Mustang guys yeah. agree with me. All my Mustang friends agree with me that a straight-piped N.A. Mustang sounds horrible, and you should feel bad about yourself. <laughs> you should know. Your family is disgraced, and their neighborhood dislikes you. <laughs> you go okay over there having a Braxton Hicks? Yeah, sorry. I don't all know. crampy? Oh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I have a question for you, though, because this is a oh. big thing on the Shake and Bake Show, and it came up. The Shake and shout, Bake Show? Lyle Barnett does a show called The Shake and Bake Show. Okay. And it came up the other day on our event pregame. I'll probably already have a clip out of it at some point, but. About me? No. Oh. What is your opinion on fajitas? Mm. Do you enjoy fajitas? Would you order fajitas? How do you feel when you see like a sizzling thing of fajitas come out? I have never ordered fajitas. I'm not a fajitas person. Is it because of the taste or is it because like there's too much hoopla about it? It's just not my go-to Mexican dish. Like I'd rather tacos or a burrito or quesadilla like i just never pick fajitas yeah do i think it's cool like (laughs) sure like the sizzling yeah like it's an experience but then once i learn that it's just water that they put on it to like steam it and make it hot it's not like they're lying to you yeah like it's phony 
I was like, okay, maybe this isn't at school. <laughs> I don't, I don't have anything against them. I don't have anything for them. You don't like They're roll just... your eyes and you see somebody get fajitas at no. the table. No. My thought was like, I don't want to like have to build my own taco. Like, can you just like, yeah, like <laughs> I don't need to like. This is fun. <laughs> like this is enjoyable at dinner. <laughs> yeah. Like you could just get a burrito and it has all the same stuff. I honestly couldn't even tell you what fajitas are. It's like chicken, it's, like like well, sliced comes, chicken, peppers, like onion, like and like that warm tortillas on, on like a skillet that's sizzling. And then you make you put it in the tortilla. And then you yourself. make like you make like a little taco, and it comes with like rice and beans usually on the so side. So what is the? F- it's what is, a deconstructed taco. Yeah, like what does fajita mean? Like, is there like is that like the flavor? It's a type or anything? of chicken. Like it's like a type of seasoning okay. and cooking See, it's of a, a chicken. Seasoning. Yeah, gotcha. But it's usually chicken fajitas. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's just like you could just get tacos like that. You don't need like I don't need to build my own. Yeah, like the, couldn't like, I just get chicken fajita tacos? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you right, prefer like to make your own food at your plate at your table? No. In front of your, in front yeah, of everyone no. that you know. No. <laughs> like, I don't need to do that. Like, it doesn't bring you any more joy. No. You know who orders fajitas a lot? I do know. <laughs> who? Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes the experience of like everybody looking at him when when they're coming to the table and they're sizzling. Who's got the fajitas coming to the table? <laughs> the tall guy over there. The worst is like if you're at like Applebee's mm-hmm. and you order fajitas, like the least. Ew. They, yeah. yeah, like ew. I would not eat those. Like the guy next to you has like a meatloaf and then you have <laughs> fajitas. <laughs> What even is Applebee's menu? I don't even know. It's like, I feel like Applebee's should fail. Like, I feel like they should close. If anything's going to go out of business in the next five years, it should should be be Applebee's. Applebee's. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't shouldn't go somewhere and be like, you know, this guy over here got uh, chicken franchise. (laughs) I got fajitas and he got meatloaf. Like, that doesn't sound. We got to confirm the Applebee's menu. (laughs) I don't know if that's accurate. I wouldn't trust I look it all of that being on the same menu. You know what I what I really want? Pizza. No. Carabas. No. <laughs> I want in the area. We've talked. Have you heard of Swig? No. So apparent. I've seen that it's in like Arizona. I don't know where else. Like maybe the west. The west coast. A bunch of hippies. Maybe it's in like the Midwest too. But it. Um. It's like drinks, but it's like specialty, oh. like like this one girl always gets. It's called like a princess peach, and it's like a Dr. Pepper with peach syrup and Sprite or something. You know, it's like mixed like soda, and they have like other drinks too. I'm like, that? Yeah. And it's a drive through I'm like, that I need. Right now I'm drinking a Liquid Death Armless Palmer, which is an iced tea and agave. It's like a an Arnold Palmer, but... They okay. had to actually I don't the think name. Applebee's has fajitas. Cooper. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure Applebee's has fajitas. I think they're known no, it's for like, their fajitas. You might be surprised. Oh wait, they do have a case of chicken quesadilla. <laughs> they have nachos. You might be surprised. Queso dip, but then they have like mozzarella sticks and stuff. Yeah, because they're like an everything menu. Like if you went in there and just like asked them to Steak. add something to the menu, they probably would. Like they don't. Let's see under chicken. Everything's just frozen. No, they don't. 
They don't have fajitas. They don't have fajitas. Let me know, guys. Does Applebee's have fajitas? They and have like salad. <laughs> they have like burgers, sandwiches, salads. I'm aware of what sides. Applebee's carries. No, you're not because you're claiming they have fajitas. I also said they have chicken. I also said they have meatloaf and. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> meatloaf, maybe. I didn't really and, see them um, there, but. Chicken Alfredo. That they probably have on there because they have pastas. That's too many things already. It's too many things. Oh, crushing. Yeah, Bronte is cooked, guys. <sighs> um, what else? I, I mean, I pretty much got, you know, I pretty much got everything on my list taken care of here. I still haven't posted the Pirelli video. <laughs> it's going fine. up next week. It's fine. It's next Friday's video. Okay. I've already made that decision with myself. We had a handshake deal, <laughs> me and me. Good. So we're good. And I know it was a comment I saw a couple times. Like the people that were on my event pregame podcast, like Fred, I mean, <laughs> Red. Red. And, um... Lyle and Pete, they will be on individually. I imagine mm. at some point. I don't. I don't have a plan with them yet. But we talked about. I talked to Pete about him coming on. I talked to Lyle. Those guys will be on individually. They just. It was a little bit of a chaotic mess of fun, mm-hmm. but they'll be on him individually. Yeah, we're at forty six minutes. That's pretty good. You happy with short. that? Yeah, Bronte's really Bronte's very pregnant, guys. I know. I'm sorry. I'm. Wish I could sit here for another half an hour, but I'm starting to crash. That's okay. It's really just this exhaustion I've been dealing with. I'm I'm tired, guys. <laughs> yeah, she has been tired. Yeah, but I don't really have anything else to talk about, anyways. So no. unless you had anything else, I mean, we're pretty good. We got we got snowbirds this weekend, night of fire. I'll probably go out there tomorrow for that. Mm-hmm. I got plenty oh, of people you, to film with. You did. Um, Cooper got called in for to. Step step in for Victor to do some promo, mm-hmm. and you did so good that video. Thank you. I did my first. Um, I did my first. I don't know if it was my first, but I did yeah, a I promo. Like you've done F- stuff kind of like that before, though. Snowbirds. Yeah, Victor was sick, so mm-hmm. he said. Well, he didn't say. Chris probably called like ten people to do it, and then he got to me, and he was like, "Hey, you were the tenth person." Yeah, I was probably the tenth person. No. I was probably the only one that answered. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "Hey, can you come and you know do this like Snowbirds?" You know, Promoting. intro day Thursday deal. Yeah. And I went and did that, and it took like one and a half takes. Nice. So we did like a half a take. I stopped in the middle, and I said I didn't like it. Yeah. And then we kind of did the second take, and thankfully Chris is good at editing because he was able to make it seem like I didn't stutter, stutter. or trip over my words very much, and then he also kind of covered my face with like video so he didn't see me. You were in it, though, a good in the, Yeah, a little but of bit. Of course, you put clips of the cars and stuff. Yeah. Like. Well, I have a face for radio, and I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more no, of an audio you guy. you got a face. Best consumed, not, no. not seen. <laughs> no. But that was cool, and you did really good on that. Yeah, that was great. That was yeah. a fun time. I'm willing to step in for Victor anytime. I told him <laughs> I would even... <laughs> What? God. I told him. Oh, no, no, no. Don't say that. Yeah, don't say that. Don't say that. I (laughs) self-censored. All right, guys. We're going to end it off there before I say something crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yes. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening. (laughs)